Welcome to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. We want to encourage, equip, and connect those with a passion to impact the next generation for Jesus Christ. Student ministry can be a lonely place. You might even feel like you're the only one in your church or community that cares about students. Well, know this, you're not alone. People all across the country are engaging Gen Z and care deeply about the spiritual direction of these young men and women. Whether you're full-time, part-time, bivocational, or volunteer, if you have a heart for students, this is the place for you. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan Carson, and on tonight's podcast, I have with me Chris Vines. Top of the morning to you, or evening, whenever you're watching or listening to this. Exactly. Hello. (laughs) That's all we can do after that one, isn't it, Zach? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you are downloading and listening as we continue the conversation about student ministry. On tonight's podcast, we're going to be talking about summer activities and summer things. Uh, We are in the end of April. Um, Summer is not too far, and so you may already be a little behind on your summer planning, but we've all had to be fluid because of because of COVID. I mean, it's just been crazy as we've tried to figure out what to do, what we're going to be able to do. I know that even in my student ministry, I'm still trying to figure out, okay, when are we going to get to meet again as a group? Some of you are already meeting. Some of you have things going and nothing is really different than before, except maybe you don't have as many kids as you did before that. Uh, But we want to look at those things. Uh, Before we do that, though, I want to mention our sponsors. Uh, We are so happy that Central Baptist College of Conway is one of our ministry partners. Um, They support us and we definitely support them. If you're looking for that next step in your ministry education, reach out to them. cbc.edu is where you can find some information, contact them, and they can get you on the right track. Or maybe you have a student that's trying to figure out what to do for their four-year degree. Uh, Have them contact CBC. Uh, The people there are kind and they care about their students. They pray for them. One of the things that I remember so much is when my son visited the campus, they said, you know what? We'd love to have you here, but we want you where God wants you. And that was such a relief off of me that they were, I was afraid a little bit of a high pressure sales, you know, let's get them, let's get them. But that's not what they want. They really care about their students. So check them out, cbc.edu. Well, guys, as we get into tonight's podcast, we want to think about the summer. And so let's just kind of, let's start with that. What was one of your favorite things to do when you were younger during the summer months? What do you think, Zach? Um, For sure, it had to be church camp. Um, Always really looked forward to church camp. And it's kind of a cool thing because the church camp that I went to whenever I was in children's ministry and youth ministry is now the church camp that I get to take uh, my group to. And so it's kind of nostalgic. And uh, there's a lot of great things that happened at church camp for me. Um, I had one of my friends get saved there that really just had a life changing experience there and did a 180 in his, in his life. And it was just awesome. And then also me and my brother, uh, both surrendered to ministry there. So it, it, it was definitely one of my, my most favorite memories and just moments and things that we did in the summer that, you know, that's such a preacher's kid answer though. Uh, just really. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's totally, I mean, it's true. I love some of those events. Um, how about you, Chris? What did you like to do during the summer? Man, I went to the pool there you uh, go. like a normal kid and <laughs> ate Cheetos 
and I uh, got yelled at for having Cheeto hands in the pool. And we were in that uh, old style uh, pool where there are gutters all the way around, or there was a gutter all the way around. Uh, and so we'd play gutter ball with one of those, you know, squishy water ball thingies. Um, there was an old tennis court. And so we would get out and go play some, uh, you know, some backyard baseball over there and just, uh, yeah, man, had some good time. And then my dad made me get a job and yeah. all that fun stopped. I totally remember that when that switched over and I had to start earning money for college, I worked for my dad at his radiator shop. And if you don't know what that is, it's kind of one of the hottest places on earth. Um, <laughs> those car radiators, they would other have than to- Daniel Springs. <laughs> yeah, it's harder. <laughs> Let, okay. Let's it's put Texas. it this way. It was it was hot enough that they would have they had a heater up at the top of the building in the in the roof and it would kick on because it thought that it was the flame had made it hot enough for the fan to go. And so man, it was just nasty, hot there, sweaty, gross. It taught me the value of of hard work, but guess what? <laughs> I'm not a radiator man myself now. I mean, and I'm glad God called me to ministry. <laughs> it was, um, you know, as as we look at the summer, there are a lot of different things to do. You know, we are uh, sometimes in student ministry, we're fighting against what students have already lined out. Maybe it's jobs. Maybe it is activities, um, spare time, things that they love to do. Maybe it's going to the pool or or if you're like Zach, you go to church camp every summer. And for many of us, we 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 still go to church camp. If you work with students, you're probably taking a group. If you're in a smaller church setting, a medium to small size church, you're taking a group to church camp because it's one of the main things that we always do. But what we wanted to do tonight was to talk about what we need to do or how we go about choosing those big events for our students during those summer months, because it's real easy for us to just to fall in the pattern. You know, Zach mentioned that it's kind of nostalgic when he gets to take a group to church camp. And in many of the churches that you serve at have some expectation, whether they said it to you when you came, there was an expectation that you were going to take their group to this camp. And so you may not have a lot of choice in that, but there are other things that you can choose And if you realize that that just really isn't a good choice for your students, then you can make some choices there. But let's just start. Um, Guys, what are the big events that you take your church group to? Chris, let's start with you this time. Yeah, you know, uh, in a normal year, uh, we do two main things in the summer. Uh, We have we go to SOAR, all right, down in around Dallas. We go to uh, the SOAR conference and uh, and then we also do what uh, has become known as advanced mission trip for us. Uh, so we try to do some kind of uh, short-term mission trip uh, to one of our church plants. Um, and my idea there is to kind of hit the same churches uh, on a kind of a three-year rotation if I can, uh, that kind of thing. And so that that's kind of been the big things in our church. You know, we we don't actually do church camp um, as a normal routine we have gone before yeah i know i know and everybody hates me now but uh you know when i came when i came to our church uh it just wasn't part of the the culture um it wasn't that it just it just wasn't part of the culture and um and when i tried to when i tried it out to see if this would be something that that we could we would do uh, moving forward, there wasn't just a great response to it from families and from students. And so 
I, I just didn't push it. Um, and I haven't pushed it since, you know, not to say that I, I don't like church camp. I do. I think there's a lot of benefit there. I've got uh, a similar experience to kind of what Zach shared earlier. Um, so, uh, but at the same time, what, what kind of overrides my decision to just force church camp, so to speak, is, um, you know, summers are busy. Uh, already for for parents and for kids. And so I've just found it better for our rhythm uh, in student ministry and for our faith family to uh, to stick with with what does work well, um, SOAR and advanced mission trips. So um, that's that's what we do. How about you, Zach? What does student ministry events look like or things you take your students to during the summer months there at Oak Park? Yeah, so I would say we probably have three uh, main big events, um, two that were pretty set in stone when I came here, one that I brought in and changed uh, from a different, another event that they they were had done for several years, and then two small, small events that I brought in uh, and incorporated into the summers just to have something else and kind of be bookends uh, to the major events, um, the big events that are a big, a huge part of the summer for sure. Uh, church camp, which we go to at the beginning of June. Um, that was something that, like I said, I've always done. And so it was, I've always wanted to do it. I did it with the previous church I was at. And then when I came here, they also were going to church camp. And so that was kind of a set in stone thing that I just kind of came into. and was like, okay, awesome. They go to church camp, you know, let's, let's do that. And so, um, that's one. And then SOAR, of course, kind of like Chris mentioned, we go to SOAR. I, I love SOAR. I've, I've been going to SOAR ever since, uh, 2011. Uh, so, uh, this is, I haven't, haven't missed a year other than I guess if you count next year or last year, I'm sorry, <laughs> COVID, the COVID year. Um, but haven't missed a, haven't missed a SOAR yet since 2011. So we, we for sure go to SOAR, which I love taking our group to, uh, our teens love going to SOAR. Um, and then VBS is the one that I brought uh, in for the summer to be a really big event for our children's ministry. Uh, as some of y'all know, I am over both the youth and the children's ministry. Uh, but if you didn't, uh, I'm over both. So we, we wanted to do that for our younger ones. Uh, they had done a, a previous event and it just really didn't really suit my style. And I also didn't know much about it and just really wasn't familiar with it. So I didn't think I would be able to run it well for our group. So, uh, and, and many others wanted to do VBS and try out VBS. And so we, we do VBS as well. Well, let me, let me ask you, Zach, you've, you mentioned that of course, because you're the children, you work with children as well as, uh, students. Are your students involved in that vacation Bible school at all? Oh, yeah, they're definitely involved. Um, we have a lot of our students that get involved. Uh, last year or two years ago, we had students that ran our music time. We had students that ran uh, kind of the introductory ses- uh, sessions where they would come out and do a little intro before um, we, we started the night. And then we had students that ran our craft time and our game time which I was really, really, you know, thankful for and just was really excited to get to see, you know, teenagers serving in the children's ministry and being a part uh, of children's ministry events. So, yeah, I I really, I really enjoy that. But yes, they do. That's great. You know, over the years, I've the events, the things that I've taken the students to is it's been pretty broad. Um, The SOAR conference and we've 
all three of us have talked about it, and we'll talk about it more on this podcast because it's a, a part of our group of churches. Our tribe has this each year, and it's actually the largest gathering that we have had over the years, and it's it's fantastic. It's been around for 30 years now. Um, just a fantastic event. In fact, little side note, my wife was one of the first musical guests. Um, not that she sang by herself, but the Temple Baptist Church of Little Rock Youth Choir was <laughs> the special music way back in 91 when they had their first soar. Uh, but I've taken students to soar off and on over the years. I've taken students to church camp. Um, I've gotten them involved in our local vacation Bible school on the short term, you know, a little mission trip here, mission trip there, a lot of different things that you can do. And so that's the reason I think it's important for us to, to have a good idea of how to choose those events. You know, what are we, what's important in this process? Now we're at the end of April. Um, you're looking ahead. June really is when summer kicks off and, and we've had to work around COVID but we're at a point where we need to start. If you haven't started, you're already behind. Let's just put it that way. But if you have been thinking about the summer, you may even have to think ahead. Okay, next summer for sure, we're going to do this or this. And you need to think in longer term than just being reactive, but being proactive in your planning as you think ahead, what that's going to look like. And so I wanted these guys to kind of talk about this idea of how they choose what they're going to do and what they're going to have their students involved with. Let's start with you, Chris. What What are some principles? What are some things that we can take and apply to our own situation? How do you do it? Sure. Um, so I, I made a list of, of just different things that that run through my head. One thing that, I mean, on the top of the list is, do I trust the the people involved? And that comes down to uh, doctrinal fidelity. It, it, it comes down to, you know, what... What am I? What am I exposing my students to? What am I exposing our families to? If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna take them here, and so we can all we can we can try things out, and uh, and look, we we've all probably been to certain places where like, okay, yeah, don't plan on going back there again, and um, you know, that's it, there can be a lot of reasons for that, um, but you know, I've been a part of some things where I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't really uh, didn't really sense that the the, the emphasis on the Bible and teaching was that important. Now, you know, that's not, that's not for every event. Uh, and I need to be clear on that because like some, not all events are created equal. Um, right. you know, uh, so, you know, if the intention of the event, uh, is not to dive deep into the Bible, not to teach, then, then I need to know that going into it. So, but if I'm going to go to camp, if I'm going to go to soar, if I'm going to go to any kind of, you know, uh, event like that, where my, my students are going to be exposed to teaching, then I want to be able to trust the people involved. Um, so I, I look at that and I, I take that very seriously. The second thing I, I probably look at is, you know, does it fit within our values as a church? Um, does it, because that's, that's kind of what drives us to do what we do. Um, we value certain things, uh, you know, and how on that list is, of course, God's word. Uh, you know, we believe in biblical community and uh, the fellowship. We believe in, you know, taking the gospel all over the world. So, you know, I, I kind of run through our values and I say, OK, uh, if someone were to ask me the question of, hey, Chris, why are you taking our group to this? Well, I could tell them value a value based answer and say, well, it's because we as a church, we as a faith family, we believe 
in this right here. And this is, I believe, a, an event that we can that will help us grow in our understanding um, or in our application of this particular value. You know, I don't bypass fun. You know, I look for fun. You know, if, if an event, I mean, taking teenagers somewhere. So I want them to have a good time. I want them to have a good time as a group. I want them to have a good time with people that they meet there. You know, when I think about the SOAR conference, I've got to remember, I'm not taking them to a conference for adults. I'm taking them to a conference for teenagers. And so there needs to be a fun element there. You know, they need to have a good time or let's face it, they're not going to want to go back. And so I, I look at those kind of things. Affordability, a big one on the list. Uh, I want to be able to afford it. And then, um, you know, the last thing that I, that I know, this is, this is not so much true in my case right now, but it's true in the, in where I grew up in the small church in Buckner, Arkansas is, uh, what was traditional, you know, and I know I'm probably stealing some of your guys, you know, stuff here and, you know, you're going to talk about it from your angle as well. But the, when it comes to church camp, my church where, where I grew up, like it, our church kind of had that one church camp that we always went back to. Right. And, you know, it was just year after year. And and I think, so I I think that definitely plays a part for a lot of our, our churches, a lot of our, our leaders. And that can be a, uh, that can be a difficult thing. It can be a great, it can be a great thing, but it can also be a difficult thing if you're new to a particular church and maybe you like going to a different place. Um, There's a, there's maybe a battle to, 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 uh, not a battle, but a hill to climb there, so to speak. And so, but I, I think that is a part of the, the decision pro- making process of where we're going to go, what we're going to do. So now I'm talking specifically on, on events there. So there's other things that we do. I think we're going to get into a, a, an episode. Here's a little teaser in, in the next couple of weeks where we're going to talk about just some, some fun things, not necessarily uh, conferences and camps, but just some fun things that we put on the summer schedule. Uh, so I'll save that for another conversation. But yeah, those are some guidelines that I go through. Looking at your list that you gave us, how does that apply to your mission trips? Sure. Um, so, you know, the mission trips are uh, in in many ways, I mean, they're, they're value-based. I mean, one, we, we believe in taking the gospel, you know, every nation, uh, tribe, and tongue, you know, so... Uh, that that fits in our value. We're we're going to do a mission trip uh, every year, Lord willing, you know, unless COVID happens and uh, you know we can't go that kind of thing. But um, but yeah, I mean, so I, I could say you know all those things. Affordability makes a makes a point there. But you know, I would say to answer your question, yeah, I mean, I I, I run that through the filter. Like, are are we partnering with a a ministry, a church that? that I believe is doing good work, right? That I want to expose yeah. students to. And when I think through that process for, for me personally, what I, what I want to do is I, I kind of think strategically about one, who I want students to be, to have on their minds, uh, to pray for, to be involved with. Um, you know, again, that comes down to ministries that, that I think are, are, are really seeking to glorify God and are doing a great job at it. But also I think about uh, not discounting that, but I, I try to find churches that um, are going to be almost in a natural path of where my students might be going after high school. And so I want them to think about, you know, if they're going to this particular city for college, I want them to think about, hey, you know, well, there's a church plant that we visited just hmm. Not yeah, far from here, um, so there's an opportunity there for them to connect further, maybe even get involved with it, that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, it doesn't always work out that way, but that, that's some strategy involved in, in okay. where we go. 
So that's great. Hope that, hope that helps. Yeah, it does. Zach, do you have anything to add? I mean, he had a great list, but how do you make some of those decisions? For sure. Um, so I, I kind of have five things that I really like to think about uh, when deciding what uh, we want to do for the summer, or adding stuff to the summer. For sure, the biggest thing for me um, is do I have time to plan for it and plan for it well? Uh, because you have those big events uh, that are in the summer. And so adding something else and knowing whether you're going to be able to plan for it and plan it well uh, is a huge factor for me. The second thing is uh, volunteers. <laughs> Can we get the volunteers? And if so, how many do we need? You know, because uh, that's another big thing. If you and go on top of having those other events, you know, if you have a bunch of volunteers that are doing those other events, you know, you don't want to burn them out. And so I tend to try and get uh, if I'm going to have other events, then it's going to be events that are a lot smaller compared to our SOARS, VBS. Um, <laughs> uh, gosh, Chris, uh, get all the volunteers is what he said. Um, and the church camp, because those typically require a lot of volunteers. Um, the other thing I think is important for everybody is budget. Can we fit this into the budget? Um, if so, um, awesome. If not, can, is there a way that we can, uh, you know, straight, uh, just d take away other areas or whatever. Yeah. Just trying to figure out if it's going to fit the budget, I think is for sure important and can apply to everybody. And another big one is interest. Uh, is this going to be something that our students, uh, or even parents or volunteers, all of them are, are they going to be interested in doing this? Do they want to do this? Um, and then also to go along with what Chris said, is this something that is going to be partnering with our work and agreements with our church, uh, our doctrine? All those things are very important. So those are those are five huge things that I like to look at uh, when trying to decide if we're going to ha have an event uh, during the summer. Man, there's a lot of things that we can look at, but these guys have given you some really great things to think about. And so we're going to have those listed in our show notes and so that you can go back over that list and, and kind of apply them to your situation um, as you try to figure out what you want to do and how you want to have your students involved and active during the summer. And there are a lot of good choices, um, just so many things out there that sometimes it gets a little, little hard to track and a little hard to follow. Um, we've mentioned the SOAR conference repeatedly. Uh, it is something that's big, a big deal to us. And in the coming weeks, we're going to have some more information about that, that conference. It's something that you can get involved with. If you have never um, taken your students to a, a good conference, it's an all around conference as worship has the word. Um, you'll see students, their lives are changed forever uh, by some of the things that happened there. Some great breakouts this year and some musical artists. And again, we'll talk about all of those things. But I, I think one of the things that was really key in what both of these guys said is the event that you're going to take your students to, does it line up with your values and your beliefs? I think that is so important because you don't want to take them to something and then have to spend every night breaking down, okay, this doesn't match. This doesn't match. But this was good, but this doesn't match. And there are plenty of things out there and you can find out what they believe. You can visit their website. You can talk to the, the director of the events. 
I've done that myself. I've called up people and said, hey, what do you guys believe about this? And there are primary things, there are secondary things, and there are tertiary things at third level. And those third level things, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to disagree about things all the time. But the primary things, you got to make sure that they line up together. That is huge as you look at events as you go forward. Well, these guys have given us some great things to think about as we look at events for the summer. I am excited about your summer because it's looking like COVID is kind of on the decline. That's what I'm hopeful of anyway. And then we're going to be able to have some great conferences, some great camps. You're going to get to connect with your students in ways that you haven't been able to before. But before we wrap up tonight, guys, do you have anything that you want to add to this conversation? I would just say, since we have said it, that uh, if you're interested in learning about SOAR Conference, um, go to soarconference.com. And you can register there. You can find out any information that you need for that. Uh, this is a shameless plug. So, Dan, thanks for giving me that opportunity <laughs> to say that. But, Certainly. Uh, yeah, go for it. Registration is open. It's been open. And, uh, man, just just go ahead and go for it, all right? I can tell you this. It's going to be in Dallas, Texas, Anatole, the Hilton Anatole Hotel. Um, you can do all of that booking through the SOAR Conference website. Again, SOARConference.com register now. I love it. I love it. You know, this ministry, Student Ministry Matters, is going to be there. Um, We'll have a chance to meet face-to-face. We are even going to have some gifts for student ministry workers, Um, so you be sure and catch us there if you're going to go. We, I mean, I'm partnering with some great people, and so we'll, again, we'll be sharing more about that in the weeks to come. Zach, do you have any? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to, I was going to tell you, you, you're really good at giving gifts, by the way. You know, I still have my stress ball that you oh. gave out at one time. So, you know, any guys listening, you know, when he says he's going to give something away, it's going to be good. So you can expect that. I try. I try. Hey, Zach, you got anything else you want to add to this conversation about choosing the events and activities for your students? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, all of us guys that are in student ministry, we're all in the thick of it. You know, uh, we're all kind of equal when it comes to having to plan for summer events, no matter how great or how small they are. We're all kind of in the same boat of having to get prepared and get ready for the summer because we know that the summertime is the busy time for the student pastor. And so I would just want to say to our listeners that, you know, feel free to contact any three of us. And, you know, if they have questions or anything about that, you know, just having to figure out how to plan for the summer, what to do, uh, you know, feel free to contact us. That's a great word, Zach. You can reach out to any of us. Our email address that is in the show notes each week. And we, we're we here for you. Um, we would love to reach out and to help you. If you're needing to help just step through that process, uh, just contact us. Well, again, we wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about and to think about choosing events and choosing events the right way for your student ministry as we had this conversation about student ministry tonight. And so we look forward to the summer. Hope you are. And we do all these crazy things. We go crazy places and serve our students because student ministry matters. Thanks for listening to the Student Ministry Matters podcast. Get connected at studentministrymatters.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Student Ministry Matters. Until next time, keep up the great work with your students because the work matters.